Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation. Hello, and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. This week, I'd like to talk a little bit about the aged care sector. We do have an ageing population, and you'd think that by investing in the sector, there would be strong demand and you'd be able to make some profits. Not necessarily so. You can't just invest in something just because you think that it might be a growth area, when in fact, parts of the aged care sector do not show that to be the case. Particularly, we've seen this week on the aged care sector group, Estia. They entered into a trading halt on Wednesday, Uh, This was just ahead of their first quarter results. Now, if we look at the size of a company like Estia, it's around $600 That's its market capitalisation. Compare that to, say, one of the big banks, $126 billion um, Commonwealth Bank when I last checked. Now, what's happened recently is the federal government has made some changes to the fees that can be charged and also have dropped aged care funding. Now, what's happened is analysts have downgraded their forecasts and I've seen in the financial review that Estia had reported that their profits would uh, 7.5% below guidance, which I found interesting. I'm looking up what they actually achieved in the prior year. It appears that they had a huge um, growth in earnings per share, of something like 350%. So you would expect that there was a potential that they may not have the same sort of growth going forward, but then what the analysts look at, if the company has given a certain guidance as to what they're going to achieve and they don't meet that, in this sort of climate, they can be penalised quite heavily and the share price will be sold down. Short sellers will come in and take the share to lower levels. Analysts are now concerned about the company's debt level. This is why it's so important to be able to look at a chart and see what's happening, not to make a decision based on what you read or what you think could be a good area to invest in. Actually let the chart confirm whether there is strong demand for this area. Don't take the opinion of a broker or anyone that you talk to. Actually physically have a look at a weekly price chart, see if there's a trend moving in the right direction that's going up and then you can ride that trend rather than trying to jump on try and catch a falling knife as they say if the share price is falling which can be really high risk these sorts of shares tend to be a lot less liquid more volatile and while you may be able to make some good gains when the share rises they're not the sort of shares that you want to leave sit there necessarily long term they have to be actively managed like most shares do but even more so on these smaller stocks which can buy announcements get hit much faster and harder than even the bigger stocks. So if we look at what happened to the share price prior to um, the announcements, I think back in August, the share price was around $5 and it fell all the way down to around $2.20. Now that's a drop of around 55% in the share price. Not something that you want to experience in your portfolio. If you do decide to have some of these smaller type shares in your portfolio, you you better off to consider, well, how much am I willing to risk in that area? We often say don't put more than 10% into these types of stocks. Now, when SDF fell, it made an all-time, new all-time low. Now, that's quite significant because once a share falls through any prior price support, historically, 
and when it goes to a new all-time low, it means it can continue to fall. There is no floor, effectively, if you like, other than the fact that the share price could trade to zero. We have seen over many years stocks that people have thought would find support and start moving back up will trade even lower, 10 cents, 20 cents. I'm not saying that SDR is likely to trade that low. However, um, there is still risk on the downside, and hopefully when the announcement does come out that the share price doesn't get hit too hard. If you're holding the stock, then you need to really consider your risk um, and, and how you're going to manage that going forward. A simple stop loss would have allowed you to preserve your capital and then have that money there to put into a share that is rising. Following that fall to around 2.20, the share price did recover and it has been hovering around 3.30 prior to the trading halt on Tuesday. So, you know, if the news is bad, there's a reasonable probability the share price is going to continue lower. And I think these types of shares, if you invest in them and this sort of thing happens, you really have to learn from it. It's not that the share market is high risk or that these shares are potentially too risky for to have some exposure in your portfolio. It's more that potentially that you may not have had a plan to be able to manage that risk. That means that you've got no control of how far it's likely to fall because you've got no action plan in place. Whenever we buy a share for the direct equity managed account service, we always set a stop loss. For every purchase that we make, um, there is a risk consideration for each share. If this is something that you really want to do to be able to better manage your risk in the market, then I suggest that you get more knowledge. Go to the Trading Mentor website. So it's um, www.yourtradingmentor.com.au. We've got a course there. It's a basic course that you can complete um, in about 30 days. So there's 10 lessons there. We talk about risk management in there and setting stop losses. If you're serious about making money in the market and you want to take things further and you want to know how to buy and sell with confidence, maybe generate an income from the market, then I suggest that you look at our short course in share trading or our diploma of share trading and investment. You'll find that on the website www.wealthwithin.com.au or wealthwithininstitute.com.au. Particularly if you have a self-managed super fund, it's really important that you have strategies in place to be able to manage the risk on your shares over time. I'm Janine Cox, Senior Analyst at Wealth Within. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation.